am I the jerk for kissing my best friend's girlfriend while he was in another state for his job? My best friend, we'll call him John, that's not his real name, has been dating his girlfriend for around half a year. His girlfriend never really talked, but I knew of her because she was dating John and he would talk about her all the time. I didn't really start talking to her and spending time with her until the past two months. John has been in another state for a job and he's coming back in August. He wanted us to spend time together since we never really talked before and he thought that we would get along. As it turns out, he was completely right. We started spending time together and immediately clicked. I've always thought that she was a very beautiful girl, but I could spend all day with her just talking and not get bored. Every time we hang out together, we spend 10 plus hours together just exploring or talking. We do talk about John sometimes too since we're both close to him and she seems to like him a lot. She also told John about how well we get along and he was apparently pretty happy about it. However, I'm definitely starting to fall for his girlfriend and I think I already have. I love spending time with her and I can't help but think about what could have been if I had only met her first or started dating her first. Well, a few nights ago, it was pretty late and I didn't want her going home alone so I invited her to my apartment where she could stay for a little bit. We were just talking and watching some stuff. At one point, we were sitting on the couch and talking about dating as well as my dating life. There was this moment where we were just looking at each other and I don't know what came over me, but I just leaned in and kissed her. I've wanted to kiss her so many times when we were talking, but I've always stopped myself. I pulled back once I realized what I was doing and she seemed completely shocked. I apologized profusely and she said it was okay, but that she had to go. Now I have no idea what to do. John loves this girl, but I like her a lot too. And I think there's a chance that she might like me back. I don't know if I should tell John or if I should ask her not to tell him. I really value John as a friend and I also don't want to lose him, but I've never felt this way about a girl ever. What should I do? This is absolutely unacceptable. You made a move on your best friend's girlfriend. You kissed her without her consent. You two are not dating. This is not some date that you had set up where you're like, oh, I'm going to lean in for a kiss. Her looking shocked and saying, oh, I got to go is her nice way of saying, I can't believe you did that to me. I'm getting out of here. Like that was completely wrong. And you want to try and tell her to not tell her boyfriend that you made a move on her. Like that is so disrespectful and so violating. And the fact that you think you can try and steal this girl away from her boyfriend, who by the way is coming back from a job very soon, is just disgusting. You can't have it both ways. You can't make a move on his girlfriend and then expect to try and still be friends with John. If I was John, I would be super pissed off. And you can bet she's going to say something to John. I wouldn't keep that quiet if I were her. If I was her, I would immediately go to my boyfriend and say, hey, I don't feel comfortable around your friend because he kissed me. Like, in my opinion, if John has any sense about him, you are definitely not going to have him as a friend anymore. And I really don't think you're going to see this girlfriend anymore either. She's even expressed in what you've described that she really, really likes John. But you just stepped all over that by making a move on her. Whether she likes you or not, she is off the market. And hoping that she'll choose you over your best friend is really just toxic in my opinion. All in all, unfortunately, I really think you're a bad friend in this situation and you're about to lose everything in front of you. Because if you really valued your friendship with John, you would have never done this in the first place. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the jerk for getting mad at my parents for getting clothing as a birthday present? So my birthday is coming up and it reminded me of this memory I had and I was just wondering if I should have reacted the way that I did. So on my birthday, I always get two gifts. One from my dad and one from my mom. Back then, I was just nine 
nine years old, so I did not think rationally. When I wake up, I'm always greeted with a happy birthday from both of my parents, as well as their gifts. Occasionally, I will get other presents from people working for my dad, but mostly it's just from them. So that morning on my birthday, the same thing happens, and my mom and dad say happy birthday. Here are your gifts. They give my gifts, and I open the first gift that my dad gave me, and it was a little dinosaur toy. I can't really remember the specifics of it, but what I do remember is that I was really grateful for it. At the time, I was really obsessed with them. Then I opened the second gift, the one that my mom gave me, and it was a pair of pants. For starters, I'm very picky on what color I like for my pants, as well as how it looks when getting clothes. I'm a guy, so I don't really need to get a lot of clothing. I can deal with like five shirts and I'm good. But when I do get them, I'm really strict. And the pants I got felt bad, they looked weird, and the color was not a color that I liked. I tried to act happy so my mom would think that I liked it, and so that she would be happy, but I was young and I was bad at lying. My dad could immediately see that I was unhappy. I am not spoiled at all. I'm very grateful for any gifts that I get, even if they are bad gifts. One time, I got a baseball as a present from a friend, and that's it. And I used it a lot, as I always try to use my gifts, because that is what it is for. People give it to me so I can use it. It's not just to look at, but I felt the pants were over the top. My dad apologized and said that he tried to reason with my mom, all the while the pants were not even valuable. It was like 12 bucks max. I could understand why my mom wanted to get it for me, as my mom grew up in a poor part of Indonesia, and for her, she would be lucky to get two secondhand shirts for her birthday, even if it was too small or too big. But I'm not sure why she thought I would react the same. We are in no way in need of money, and I go to a good school at around $35,000 per year. This is above average where I stay. The whole day, I was crying my eyes out, and I only stopped because my dad said we were going to Target for me to pick out anything I wanted that is not too expensive to replace what my mom gave me. And after what happened, they never made that same mistake again. I don't know if I was the jerk or overreacting to getting one pair of pants and making my mom sad that I hated her gift. So what do you think? Am I the jerk? This is probably the first one that I can confidently say, yes, original poster in question, you were a very big jerk as a nine-year-old. You should have been grateful that your parents even got you anything in the first place for your birthday. I have friends who grew up with absolutely nothing, so they got nothing for their birthday, except for a pat on the back. Sometimes they wouldn't even get that. And the fact that you implied that this is a mistake that they'll never make again is really, really rude. Like, that is like Karen status rude. And I'm personally very surprised that you could be that entitled. And I'm genuinely not trying to be mean or anything like that. But the behavior that you described is completely inappropriate and very, very rude, especially towards your parents. And you said it yourself. Your mom grew up poor, so she thought that this would be a good gift for you. It doesn't matter if you don't like the color of the pants. You should have accepted it and said, yes, I'm all for it. So to the original poster, I'm really sorry, but in this instance, when you were a kid, yes, you were the jerk. But hopefully you've grown up since then and are now appreciative of the gifts that your parents give you. My entitled family don't like my boyfriend for all of the wrong reasons. So this all happened in July of 2021, but I am just now finding out about it. Exactly one year ago, my boyfriend of two years got caught on fire. His leg was burned badly, and he has permanent scars from his left foot all the way up to his right ear. He spent a few days in the hospital and was discharged, but he couldn't work or drive for a month and had difficulty walking by himself. Fifteen days after his burn was my cousin's graduation party that we were both invited to, and my boyfriend was insistent that we should show up because we said we would go. I talked to my cousin and his parents and explained the situation and that we can't stay 
stay for long due to my boyfriend's condition. They understood and were happy that we decided to show up despite everything. So the day of the graduation party arrives and I go for a more dressy look because I know my cousin and his family are kind of a bunch of snobs. My boyfriend wants to dress up too, seeing as this is the first time he would meet my extended family. But the clothes are too tight on his body and causes him to experience excessive pain. So I encourage him to wear something casual, saying my family will understand. I drive and we show up. Straight up, my boyfriend doesn't look the best. He's in baggy clothing that shows his bandages. His normally long blonde hair is singed and matted because he hadn't washed it in a week. All because the water as well as the burns don't really mix together and cause a lot of pain. My boyfriend limps around with me at his side, meeting everyone and making small talk. We eat food, we congratulate my cousin, and after an hour or so, we go. After such a short encounter, I didn't expect my family to immediately like him. I asked around, and everyone said they don't know him well enough to form any kind of opinion about him, which is fair. However, I recently learned through my mom that this was not the case. Most of my extended family hated my boyfriend, and for the stupidest reasons possible, they didn't like that he had long hair or that he works a blue-collar job, and even that he didn't show up in fancy clothes. They are disappointed that I chose to date someone like him. Some of my aunts even started planning a trip to take me to Italy so I can meet foreign boys in hopes of me cheating on my boyfriend. I would have understood if they didn't like him because he seemed like a jerk or any other good reason. But knowing what I know now makes me rethink everything I know about them. And now I see just how entitled they've always been. Your extended family are absolute jerks. And you are 100% right. Your family is full of a bunch of snobs. And this just proves it. Your boyfriend showed up to your cousin's graduation party after experiencing an intense burn across his body. That, I can only imagine, is an excruciating experience. He showed up to try and be supportive, but they just completely throw trash at him. I honestly wouldn't want anything to do with my extended family if they said that about my significant other, especially if my significant other didn't do anything wrong. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a really terrible situation and honestly, I don't blame you if you cut off that side of your family and choose to have very little to do with them. Because if I was in your shoes, I definitely would do that. My fiance's parents are making my life a living nightmare. 
and I'm not sure what to do. I am a 31-year-old male, and I am currently living with my fiancé at her parents' house. I have had an ongoing claim with SSI since 2017, that's a Social Security Administration, and I am still fighting them on it. My fiancé supports us alone financially, so as a show of appreciation, I have tried to make her home life as relaxing as possible in any way I can, and as much as my condition allows. Her family has despised me from day one. They can't stand the fact that I'm not working and simply refuse to accept my plethora of reasons, as well as the fact that giving up my SSI case would lose me tens of thousands of dollars in back pay at this point. This is literally the only excuse they have ever needed to hate me with a passion, and I've never given them any other reasons unless very much justified. So we moved in with them in February, and from the second I stepped foot in this house, they continued to make me feel unwelcome and subservient to them in any way they possibly could. In spite of the fact that they are demanding I pay them $200 out of my food stamps every month, which is not only illegal, but is also something I'm given because I need it to survive, they also demand that I act as their housemaid with no pay, all while there are five other people living in this house. They have never outright stated that they expect me to do the majority of the work around the house, but it is very much implied when they say stuff like, we want these things that nobody else is willing to do done right now. They have gone to such petty lengths as to set a timer on the Wi-Fi to incentivize me to go even more above and beyond for them than I already have been, blaming my love for gaming for why my sleeping habits are garbage, completely ignoring the fact that they have been told numerous times about many of my conditions, including a minor form of insomnia. They had a family reunion going on two weeks ago, and I asked my fiancé to have them shut the timer off because I struggle very badly to sleep when she is not with me, and I wasn't particularly looking forward to no form of human contact for hours on end. They agreed, but with an ultimatum. If I didn't clean the mess that they left for me and then refrain from destroying the house, then the timer was going back on. So I buried my pride and my dignity, and I did what was demanded of me as I had for the past three months. I cleaned this house just about spotless. The timer stayed off for a total of three days after they returned. My birthday rolls around, and it's not a great day. I received a denial letter from SSI that day. I had been talked to like the lowest scum of the earth by my fiancé's teenage stepsister all week, and my medical card still hadn't arrived from moving across states, so I couldn't make any appointments yet. On top of that, my fiancé's stepbrother was made priority over myself when his birthday wasn't for another couple of days. So instead of my cake being made, after she bothered me to pick one out of her cookbook, his peach cobbler was made instead. As a side note, my birthday is on the 27th of June and my cake still hasn't been made, adding further to the constant feeling of insignificance and worthlessness that I have to endure from how I'm treated by everyone here, including my fiancé. I needed to take some time to be alone and not worry about anything but my mental health. So I took the next two days off from doing any kind of work. I stayed up in my room, I gamed from the time I woke up until I went to bed, and I just tried to force myself into a healthier mental state. I figured two days shouldn't be a problem. Nobody else but the terrible teenagers does anything around here, and she does the absolute bare minimum, and will take entire weeks off from cleaning anything. I always pick up the slack because, again, that's the expectation. And if I don't, I get punished like a child over it and have privileges taken away. Another side note, the internet having a timer 
only affected me. Everyone else had active phones with unlimited data and hotspot, while my phone has been deactivated for the past nine or so months to try and save money. Well, as I should have expected, nobody else is willing to pick up the slack like I am. What I could not have expected was that the house went to absolute garbage. And like totally rational and logical people, the conclusion that my fiance's parents came to was that I was the problem because I don't deserve any breaks like everyone else gets. And my two days off from cleaning while also not contributing to any messes whatsoever, as I didn't even leave my room to eat the entire time during those couple of days, was what apparently caused the house to become an absolute garbage dump. Before, they set the timer between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. every day. But guess what they did this time? The only hours that the Wi-Fi was now accessible was between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. Conveniently, the time my fiance's parents got off work till the time they go to bed. And again, this is only detrimental to me because I am the only one without an active phone, unlimited data, as well as a hotspot. They are aware of this, and this was a direct slap in my face for daring to need a few mental health days for myself. In response, my fiance reactivated my phone with all the benefits I needed to avoid them having anything to hold over my head anymore. I've completely stopped doing any extraneous cleaning, only worrying about myself and any mess I might make. And I don't interact with my fiance's father, the step monster, or any of those terrible stepchildren unless absolutely necessary. I very rarely eat when everyone else does, choosing to wait until her parents go to bed and then ignoring her sister while I have a meal because they no longer have any power over me, nor Nor can they complain about my not cleaning the house since I'm very particular about not leaving any trace when I do eat or whatever. They have taken to manufacturing issues to have with me anyways. This morning I was playing a game and I performed a feat that I was hyped about. I popped off a little, nothing crazy, but I should have known better. Because anytime my fiance's stepmom hears me in any way, shape, or form in the morning, she throws a tantrum over it. She uses some BS excuse that she can't stand the noise first thing in the morning. It's not the first time she's fabricated this issue to have with me. So typically, I am as quiet as possible if I'm up that early. Anyway, my fiancé goes down to smoke and say good morning, as we heard her stepmom get up several minutes prior to my pop-off. She comes back and informs me that her stepmom was inquiring as to what all the yelling was about. My fiancé told her there wasn't anything, but I was gaming and got a bit excited, but that I wasn't much louder than when I normally speak. So I go down and say good morning out of courtesy. Because despite the resentment I feel towards the woman, I have a very strict personal virtues in regards to respect and courtesy. And even when I am not shown an ounce of either, I will always show courtesy and respect to everyone. She responds with, Morning. I then apologize that she could hear me a few minutes ago. And this grown woman lost her mind. She starts going off about how it's kind of rude and inconsiderate to make a bunch of noise when people who work are trying to sleep. Okay, jab at the fact that I can't currently work. Petty, ignorant, but whatever. But mentioning rude and inconsiderate, the utter irony. Considering just four days ago, while I was sleeping, they blasted their music from the stereo at max volume, loud enough that I could hear every word with full clarity up the stairs around two corners and behind a closed door. Because they had to clean since they disrespected me, you know, the house slave, one too many times. And they couldn't just stand the thought of me peacefully snoozing while they had to do it. God forbid lift a finger to do anything beyond 
beyond what they earn a wage to do. I have gone far out of my way to be far more considerate and respectful to everyone around here than they deserve. And she has the audacity to call me rude and inconsiderate. So, assuming she was trying to blame me for my fiancé still being awake at 4 in the morning, something she has accused me for in the past, I inform her that my fiancé wasn't even attempting to get sleep yet. She pivots hard. She isn't the only one who has to work. These walls are paper thin, and my room is directly below yours. Both of these statements, by the way, are complete lies. But this is just one of many examples of how these people treat me so poorly. It goes without saying, I think, but these people lack any sense of self-awareness, are self-centered, as well as ignorant. And I could not be any happier that my fiancé just got a very significant raise that will help us get out of there as soon as possible. This is a rough story overall, because I can only imagine being stuck in that kind of situation. It sounds like these in-laws are absolutely horrendous to deal with. They are not kind, they're not nice, and it sounds like they haven't even tried to welcome you into their home. And the fact that they tried to place restrictions on your internet access is just crazy to me. Like, what rational adult is going to try and do that to another rational adult? And I really find it disturbing that they are disrespecting the fact that you have disabilities that are preventing you from working on a daily basis. And here's a fun fact. Some disabilities are invisible. You can't see them. Like, you don't have to be stuck in a wheelchair or in a walker or use a cane to be classified as having a disability. There is a lot more nuance to it than just that. So I really feel bad for this guy's situation and hopefully this gets worked out because the way you're being treated in this house is just really disrespectful. I can see where the family's coming from, where they want you to work and have a job. And I honestly think that having that disability status is probably going to be the only thing that proves to them that, hey, I can't actually work. So I honestly wish you the best of luck and hopefully things work out for you and your fiance. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.